It's the episode before the summer transforming the closes. It's the episode before we discuss. It's the episode where we discuss the UEFA Champions League group stages. It's the episode where we discuss what's going to happen right before the international break. It is the episode where we tell you what's going to happen in game week three of this beautiful English Premier League season. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are just joining me for the first time, this is Tetra Sawcast. My name is Adam. I am your host as usual. And the building already, I have two of the regular three other members. Balumi, how are you feeling this evening? Yeah, good evening. I'm very good. How are you doing too? Um, alive. It's it's a good time to be alive. Let's just put it that way. It's a great time to be a Manchester United fan. Don't worry, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> good evening, everybody. And it's it feels so good to be here. I've been absent for like let me say two weeks. And it feels yeah, this is really a very a, yeah, I've been absent exams and all. It's a very, very good time to be a Manchester United fan, as Bellumi has said, and I'm I'm so pumped. I'm so in fact right now I cannot contain my feelings. Okay, don't worry. For those of you who don't know the big news yet, we shall be breaking this for you in a few minutes. Also, we hope that Richard joins us in the next in the coming moments. He's yet to be here. But in the meantime, I think we can also get down to business. Before we go into the breaking news, I think we can give you the small preambles of what has happened. Well, what has happened is that last weekend, we saw dramas, although not as much goals as I expected in some games, but yes, it was still dramatic enough. Liverpool, two goals to nothing against Burnley was the first kickoff. Diogo Jota and Sadio Mane got the goals done. Aston Villa, two goals to nothing against Newcastle United. Well, congratulations to them. Crystal Palace and Brentford played out a goalless draw. Leeds United and Everton, just like when we predicted last weekend, that it was going to be a goal fest and probably... Yeah. It was like, it was one thing that really got me excited. After I saw the draw, I was like, nice, nice. I got it was, it right. It was fantastic. Then... I should have put one... Maybe next time. You might, maybe you might be lucky next time as well. Who knows? Well, the big one was where... Okay, technically, not the big one. It's just what I would call the straightforward one. Manchester City were able to demolish and pick apart everything that was good about Norwich City. Five goals to nothing. That one ended. Then we saw Brighton and Albion to end on Saturday. Two goals to nothing against Watford. They won that one. Congratulations to Brighton. Then on Sunday, the disappointing part of the game week for most people, the second part of the disappointment, was when Southampton and Manchester United played out a 1-1 draw. Shame on you guys. Tottenham Hotspurs won via a penalty kick. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers could not, still haven't got a win in both games. One goal to nothing. Dele Ali was one converted the penalty kick in that game. One goal to nothing. Congratulations to Tottenham was first. Then the big one was also when Pelumi said Chelsea would win and Lukaku, if he starts, would get a debut goal. Pelumi, you are really, really getting good at this position. Yeah, yeah. I, be, I need to start putting my money where my mouth is. Ah, well, you might be lucky. And if the gods of betting are not nice to you, they might also take your money. Two goals to nothing. Congratulations to Chelsea. They went to the Emirates and they took all three points. Romelu Lukaku and Rich James were the goal scorers in that encounter. Two goals to nothing. Congratulations to Chelsea. Then on Monday night, we saw something, maybe a few a few inches of unusual, in my own opinion. West Ham, congratulations. They're still, they are still having a blistering start, but a 4-1 win against Leicester City is, is, is more or less a very big statement, actually. 
four goals to nothing. Congratulations, thanks to Michael Antonio's two goals, side Ben Rama one goal, and I believe the other goal was scored by um Craig Dawson, if I'm not mistaken. Well, anyways, West Ham won that game four goals to one. Yuri Telemans got them a consolation somewhere in the middle of the game, and a red card, unfortunately, for Ayose Perez in the 40th minute might have also contributed to that massive loss for West Ham United. Anyways, that's what happened last weekend. Now I think we can talk about what everybody wants to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official that Cristiano Ronaldo... Let me, let me rephrase that. Let me, let me pick that up properly. Call his full name, it. please. Call his full name. I'll oh, say yeah. his full name. Hold on. Hold on. Cristiano Dos Santos Aviero yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yes. The five-time Ronaldo winner. The five-time Champions League winner. Arguably... Be very, very close. Probably one of hello, hello, hello. I need to say this. I need to say hey, this. Hey, hey, hey. Let, let me finish. No, man, please. Hold on. <laughs> let me finish. Please give me. Hold on. Probably the, 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 I think I'll put it as the biggest talking point of football in the 20th century is who is the greatest the player of all time. You haven't, you haven't completed his accolades. Adam. Hold on. Hold on. I'm still warming up. I'm still getting to it. Yeah. Best player on the planet, arguably, yeah, yes, that faction of people is the best player on the planet. To another faction of people, they choose to see him as the second best player on the planet. I I would rather not speak on where I stand in this on this situation, but the point is, he is arguably the best player on the planet right now. He has just made a move back to what I would define as an alma mater, where the world began to hear him from. His second club after leaving Sporting Lisbon in 2003, Manchester United have reclaimed their lost son in Cristiano Ronaldo. Tamala, Palumi, which one should I start with? Let me start. Let me start. Let me quickly say this. Okay, let's give it to Palumi. You have the floor. Let, let, let everybody know. The whole of England, let them know. Hmm? Let them know that. We are still the yeah, only club to have produced the Ballon d'Or winner. Huh. We are the only club that a five-time Ballon d'Or winner will play for. Let them know. Huh. Let everybody okay. know. We are not playing. We are not yes, joking sir. here. Yes, sir. Good. I'm pretty sure, we are I'm pretty not sure, joking here. We are not joking here. <laughs> oh, God. Our attack line is deadly. I'm pretty sure the Congress of Cup Captains and Coaches, except Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Harry Maguire, is listening to you right now. Damola, how do you feel about this? This big yeah, name? I've been this... following the uh, Ronaldo's transfer saga, let me see, like three days ago now. And okay, when he said he was going to leave Juventus, okay, we're saying, okay, let's let's see. Let's see if we have uh, a, a, a final chance to have the two goats play together in the same club. Okay, we're banking on PSG to make a move for him. Since Mbappe was going to be signing for Real Madrid. Maybe in the next summer or even now, before the window closes. Okay, and then PSG showed no interest. Okay, he said he dropped the letter. He said, okay, I wasn't going to play for Juventus anymore. And Marcity swooped in. His agent offered him up on the platter to my rival, my closest rival. Like, I don't know. You offered somebody that I produced, that I brought up, and you offered him up to my, up to my closest rival. And you know, these guys... They're just on the other side of Manchester. Okay, and you want them to play. So once if, if he scores against me at Old Trafford, he will remove his shirt and I can be celebration. Wow. Everybody, everybody was looking for that to happen, honestly. Seriously. Including me. 
Though I was I was rooting for it to happen for that, and it was only because of one reason. Okay, let's see he plays in the Manchester City uh, shirt. At least we can finally get to see um um uh, if finally get to see uh, what do you call it the the like the clash between Ronaldo and Messi. You know, PSG and Manchester City they've been drawn in the same group for the Champions League. Yeah. So okay, let's see. Okay, mm-hmm. if he moves to Manchester City, we can see them play. But finally. Manchester United made the most insane move I've ever seen. Like the most shocking move and the most outstanding move of this Premier League transfer window. Getting Ronaldo for less than 25 million pounds. 25 million euros, I mean, like, wow. We signed, we made, we made most of our summer transfer window. Yeah, what did you say? I said I'm still shocked about the price tag, though, but let's go on. Of let's, course, let's just of course. Assume. Yeah, of course. So we, we signed such such a phenomenal forward a leader forward he doesn't if i he doesn't have to look at the post score but no, i i am very very happy and i cannot continue no. my joys when i when i heard of the signing i literally just started playing united at them i played it for like 10 times before i, I, I came I, back to life i was like okay i could see you rambling on about it anyways richard is in the building with us richard how do you feel richard welcome let's start with that then let's just jump you right into the discussion. How do you feel when your club just signed technically or like I said earlier, arguably the best player on the planet? Oh Richard, I think we lost Richard there. Follow me, you would have to speak over in the meantime. Okay. Um firstly, I have to say that I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. Nobody I was to the very end. I find there were always rumors of Ronaldo leaving Juventus earlier in the summer, but then I felt like maybe those rumors were far fetched. And the fact that they just got Allegri, fine, I know Ian Allegri had the run out last time Allegri was in Turin, but then I felt like, okay, maybe they could smoothen things over and then, you know, they could, it's a new chapter, if you get what I mean, they could work together. So I always felt Ronaldo wasn't going to move this summer. So when it became clear that Ronaldo would move, I was thinking, okay, maybe PSG want to want to finally build the dream team we all, we've all had in our heads of having Ronaldo and Messi that, in the same team. Maybe Master League or something like that. Like a career yeah. move. Yeah. So, so then, okay, so okay, PSG were interested and then the next thing we're hearing is Man City. And then I was like, Man City, we will not ever play for Man City. Man City, one of United's biggest rivals. And then it was so nice when the news broke that United have submitted uh, a bid. United are now interested. Oh God, uh, I, I, I've been, I've been very excited, very excited, very, very excited. Yep. It's so, it's so nice. I, and I then you not know, to mention your own words that you said off the air earlier, but go on. <laughs> that what? The words you mentioned earlier, something about choking, and. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. We are choking our opponents this season. I need to say that. So let everybody know nobody's keeping a clean sheet against us. Even if huh. they play 0 10 1, I'll be 0 10 0. 10 defenders. Huh. 10 defenders, we are still going to score. Somebody, you guys will still run a blank. It's football, anything can you're always pessimistic. Yeah, no, I'm just being realistic. I love to think of it that way. You don't know how he feels. You don't know how he feels. 
I was I, I, I was I, on United's official Twitter and do from when the likes were at eight hundred thousand plus. It's on a, was, it's on one point four million now. And I was getting clocked one million. I was that thing went from nine hundred and ninety-eight thousand to one million in just seconds. I was just trying to show someone, oh, see the likes, and the next night, so one million. Like ah, it's fantastic. so nice, it's so lovely. It's really fantastic. Also, sorry, but let me ask the question. Yeah, on another okay. section of this might actually be the greatest transfer window ever. Is the fact that Kylian Mbappe might still be leaving for Real Madrid in the next few days before the transfer window closes for next a whooping amount of $180 million. Personally, thank you very much for that. Personally, I would still say it again. I feel like for a player with one year left on his contract, that is still way too much money to bid. And technically, Madrid could have also just waited because it's obvious the boy does not want to sign a contract extension with PSG. They could have just waited till January, sign a pre-contract agreement, and then in July, everybody is happy, he holds the shirt, and you don't pay a dime. But Madrid are desperate, they've pushed their luck. We are still waiting to see what happens in the final hours of this transfer window. But if it happens, that is also another stopping, another talking point that probably we'll also come back and talk about after the international break. But in the meantime, we know one thing for sure. It's looking like the boy might actually be on his way out of Paris Saint-Germain. In other transfer news, this one also concerns Manchester United. It appears you guys still don't want Jesse Lingard to leave, but West Ham are not ready to give up the chase yet. They still are still looking around the 25 to 30 million pound price. Still, they might want to sign Jesse Lingard off your hands. Damolako, if you can I get a take on that one. Yeah, I just feel we should we should give them, we should give Lingard back to uh West Ham. Like we we have our midfield choked up. We have um the likes of um uh, Bruno, we have uh, Scott McTominay, we have Fred, we have Pereira. I think Pereira should be going alone as well. In fact we have a lot of guys, we have a lot of talent in the team. Yeah what somewhere in the Brazil. I said um Andres Pereira has gone alone already. He's yeah he has gone alone. Yeah. So I think we have a lot of talent on our hand and we can just let um Jesse Lingard leave yeah to build Build himself with West Ham since we gave him a chance the other time and it didn't really prove. And he did well with West Ham, the big part of the last season. So, I well, I feel we can just let him go. We should let him go to West Ham, yeah, 100%. Okay, follow me. I'm going to need to talk about your rivals. Chelsea looks to be freeing up space for an incoming player. It looks like they're about to let um, Kojuma leave for about 30 million pounds if I'm not mistaken the price. I, I I heard these medicals are like were conducted today earlier. That that story properly. But at the moment it looks like Kozuma is living and we both know who they are calling for. His name is Jules Kunde. Well, what do you think about that one for them? Firstly, I I have to say that okay, fine, Zuma but isn't it, the most convincing of defenders. Zuma okay. isn't the most convincing of it can be erratic. It can be erratic. But on his own day, Zuma is a beast. But then, you know, then Kunde. Kunde is untested in the Premier League. Let's just see what he brings, mm. honestly. I just have to keep my cards close to my chest. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what he's going to bring. What he brings. All right. It's blast for everyone to hear now. 
On the top goal scorers list, we have Michael Antonio and Bruno Fernandes joint top with three goals apiece. Then we have five names with two goals apiece. These are Dominic Avellowin, Mason Greenwood, Neil Mob. Two goes to his name in two appearances, which is not really a bad start for a new signer. Anyways, on the assist charts, my boys are going, you guys are going to be happy about this one too. Paul Pogba is definitely Paul Pogba is no one's mate. Paul Pogba is clear of everyone at the moment. Five assists to his name in just two games. Michael Antonio, Said Ben Rama, who has been with, I think I'm going to say a few words about that young man later. Said Ben Rama, Gabriel Jesus, Pascal Gross, and Mohamed Salah. How? In the goals race, the cases race for the teams, we are seeing Brentford, Liverpool, Chelsea have two assists, two clean sheets, pardon me, to their club, to their club names, which I find quite which I find quite enticing. Tottenham, uh, Tottenham have a perfect start. Chelsea still have a perfect start. Liverpool also have a perfect start to themselves. Yeah. Anyways, the Premier League table itself at the moment, I'm going to run. West Ham United on top of the table because they have a very, very nicely amount, nice amount of goal difference. Plus five. That's actually very impressive. Plus five. West Ham United have plus five of goal difference. Chelsea also have plus five on the second five, table. Good. Liverpool plus five are third on the table. Brighton and Rover Albion, they are fourth. And Tottenham Hotspurs with just two goals scored, one in each game, and very, very narrow wins. Congratulations to them, have fifth on the table. Perfect stats for those teams. Then we go into what's going on. Gentlemen, we are starting bottom on the high five. Bottom five. Oh, sorry, I, I can't get my hands on this one right now. I'm pretty sure you just want me to mention Arsenal. Arsenal should be somewhere around there. Yeah, I know that's what you I know you just want me to mention Arsenal. We are also going to run a statistics on the teams that have scored the least goals this season. Follow me. You need to, one day we are going to have to perform an exorcism on you on this your Arsenal main play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we are starting on the high The Premier League isn't giving us any really, let me put it as a choke, because this is a very, very big opening, actually, to Premier League weekend. Manchester City, but of the weekend, 12.30 on Saturday. Follow me, go on. I think uh, it's clear. City for the win, three new. Arsenal don't have what it takes wow. to withstand City. They don't. Forget what they did against West Brom. So you still West Brom is. I think it was expected for them to for them to defeat West Brom, but um, they don't have what Definitely. it takes. They don't have what it takes to stop City's machine. So well, all maybe not giving much. I didn't catch that. Maybe at least get the goal. Nah, three nil. They they will start scoring after the international break, not before. Ah. So, I'm all yeah. Young, which sure. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you want me to comment on the um, Arsenal game, yeah? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, as Kalumi has rightly said, I don't think Arsenal has a chance against Manchester City. They are, they are, they are, they are no, normally going to get trashed. 
I said as Kalumi has rightly said, the Arsenal do not stand a chance against Manchester City. But I do not agree with uh, with hmm. his prediction that they are not going to get a goal. I feel they will actually have maybe let me say one or two goals if they can get their strikers in the front. You know, um, Alba is still not back, but Aubameyang, congratulations team, he got a hat trick during the midweek. Yeah, so I think if Alba will be available for the game tomorrow, yeah. Um and well with Odegaard and what's his name and Ala Pepe and Saka, but I think they might actually have a goal against City tomorrow. They might breach City's defense and score goals, and they might even surprise us. But I don't. I'm I'm not rooting for them. I'm not rooting for them. I'm rooting for Manchester City to win the game. Okay. Manchester City to win the game. That's lunchtime kickoff tomorrow. Well, and the goal rush part of the weekend, 3 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. We have five games to look out for. Aston Villa against Brentford, Brighton against Everton, Newcastle against Southampton, Norwich City against Leicester City, West Ham United against Crystal Palace. Briefly, um, okay, Palumi, what just um, is it draw or loss for Villa? Which one do you think is going to be? Villa against Brentford. Villa winning. Villa win against Brentford. Okay, we are going to be taking Palumi's on that one. Brighton. Nama, yeah, yeah. What I I didn't get what you said. What you said? I said Brighton against Everton. Brighton okay, against Brighton against Everton. Okay, I, Everton. I give Everton a win on that. They've been playing really well. Everton. Yeah. Well, okay, that's actually good enough. Newcastle against Southampton. This one, I don't know where to stand. Honestly, um, I think I want to go. I want to. I don't know. I have a soft spot for Southampton. At the same time, quality-wise, it's looking like they're not going to make it. I don't know. It's anybody's game. That's where I see it. But I don't think it's going to end Yeah, well, I'm rooting for Southampton to win because Adam. I think they have much quality than Newcastle do. Oh, okay. But let me wonder something. I hope Southampton lose. For what they did to United last weekend, I hope they lose. No, we were, we were, we were outplayed. I didn't. You guys were lackluster. That was, that was your, that was your, that was your mistake. You guys were lackluster. They do have all the nice players to get, and I hope they get another one again this season. I don't understand. It was not, it was not their fault that you guys could not actually keep. Melumi, we were outplayed the game. We were seriously outplayed. I don't care. I don't care. What kind of, what kind of? I'm not even going to discuss that right now. I hope Newcastle do another nine. It would be nice. Three seasons running, 27 new. And if, if any team can actually give in a Southampton 9 new right now, I don't think it will be Newcastle. Let's be honest. But that's not really, really important. Nobody thought Leicester would give them a 9 new. Ah, well, they got an early red card, just like they did against No one thought United would also give them a 9 new. Like I said, I guess we'll see. Anyway, I hope they get an early red card. A red card before the start of the game, Seth. Maybe they're just walking onto the pitch. One player said something to the referee. They give him a red card. Good. We are done, we are done with, this show, with this show Southampton case for now. <laughs> anyway, next game. This one is more or less straightforward, so actually. Let's start taking against Norwich. Follow me. Let's start trashing. Let's start going to trash Norwich. Follow me. I said Leicester are going to trash Norwich. Huh. So maybe we should consider it. Leicester if, if you are going for a differential, maybe a value for Captain Man. I think 
I'm thinking like three new above. Maybe it can actually happen. West Ham against a Crystal Palace who are still yet to get in. A West Ham United, a more or less anticlimactic Crystal Palace. Damola? Yeah, West Ham, West Ham have really surprised, they have surprised us with the way they, they started their league. They've been, they've been firing quick goals and they've been conceding as well. Don't let us forget that. Um, attack only, yes, attack, they say, yeah. Attack wins you game. Um, I believe it was Jose Mourinho who said, attacking wins you games and defending gives you trophies. Yeah. So, well, um, West Ham has the attack, but they don't have the defence. Well, I see West Ham winning the game because Crystal Palace uh, forward, they haven't really been doing well and they haven't been playing well in the Premier League. They, has, they are still yet so so they also want to get, get yeah. to get a goal in the Premier League. Yeah, they have to get the goal. So, I feel, I, well, I see West Ham winning the game. Why? Well, okay. They might get the goal as others have always done. Okay. Follow me. Okay. I think yes. Patrick Vera will be one of the coaches that will suck this season. Hmm. Actually, that will be that, that, that's something I think um, I would not really be surprised about what happened, actually. Patrick, Patrick yeah. Vera getting the axe. First of all, we know Premier League teams are not really the most patient of, of, of clubs amongst um this among play amongst um football. They they want quick results. They want they want players to fire and everything once and for all. For them, once they want them to get the teams all that quickly as possible. I think they went on a very bad run of about six seven games, and the next thing we know is Javi Garcia is out. The only team probably okay. The ones that would have stood out as exceptions would probably be um when um David Moyes. Was more or less leading um, West Ham United. I think it was last season or two seasons ago, more or less into a ditch, and they just kept him. And they were like, "Let's just see what he can do." And then, and then, but, and then the thing is, the thing with Crystal Palace is, you know, Royalton did a great job at Crystal Palace. We have to say on the budget yes. he ran on each of the players. But now, let's be honest, Crystal Palace are beginning to think, okay, no, we are bigger than what Hodgson achieved. But we should do better. If you understand. Okay. So, anything short of Follow. doing better than what Hodgson did, they are most likely going to just mm. say, okay, normal, let's go this guy. Let's get under person. We need to mm. take that because, of course, they are looking to take that forward step of knowing that they are constantly on the rise. And constantly on the rise. Yeah. And if you see, they've been trying with their signings, they've been trying, they've been trying. Yeah, they it's just that they need to keep that. Understand there was Margate as well. I think they still need to trim down the the average age of the squad. They have too many old players. Hmm. Well, let's see how those let's see how that pans out. This one is another big talking point of the weekend. Saturday evening, another very, very delicious one to look at. Liverpool versus Chelsea. Damola, I need you to come in from maybe a Liverpool. I need you to come in from a Liverpool perspective. Below me, I would need you later on to come in on a Chelsea perspective. So Damola, you should first. Okay, yeah, from a Liverpool perspective. Okay, so in my defense, I have Virgil uh, Van Dijk. Yeah, so let me say it's going to be leading my defense tomorrow against whatever striker uh, Chelsea say they are bringing, and my my front three as well. I, well, I think Diogo Jota, um, Sadio Mane, and Salah will be leading the, the the front three, 
And I think, well, with the perfect link up, they'll be able to... Because uh, Salah blocked in his last game uh, for Liverpool. But um, uh, Mane made it up and Diogo Jota as well. They scored goals each to get to a 2-0 win for Liverpool. So, well, against Chelsea, I'm saying it will be a very tough game for Liverpool because, you know, battle of the uh, of the Titans, the big clash. And, well, I see Liverpool winning tomorrow, though, against Chelsea. That's just it. I, because uh, they have more too much firepower... That's yes, Chelsea presently. Huh. That's what I think. All right, follow. All right. Now, with the performance that Romelu Lukaku gave on his second debut for Chelsea, this is strong opponents like Liverpool. I think I think Chelsea will win. Firstly, I need to say I think Chelsea will win. I have to say, I think Chelsea are a better drilled team than Liverpool currently. is. I think Chelsea look more organised. And then, you know, they are growing and growing more into Tuchel style of play. Hmm. Ouch. Pauline, are you still there? That should be network, um, network-ish. Playing the way they come in, the way they move. Like for example, the way they played against Arsenal, I think what I think where the system of playing, they, I think they kind of have the quality to actually match up with it. Because for example, the substitutions they made against Arsenal, I have to say honestly, I was very very impressed. Actually, you are coming off the bench and you have on your you are starting already with something more or less a very strong starting level, and then you are still bringing in the likes of um, Timo Werner and Golo Kante. Akim Ziyech was still coming off the bench and they were still able and you know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they were able to bring up quality off the bench and as well as the ones already that started off. Yeah, well... Actually, I don't know. Yeah. I think what Kualu said a few weeks ago is... Okay, well, and what, is, what, what was that? What did he say? All right, well, let me sorry about the breaking transmission there. Can you hear me properly now? Yes, I can. All right, quickly. Sorry, I think we rounded up on the Chelsea um issue. I kind of covered up for you there. But quickly, I need to talk about Sunday's fixture. The first, there are two games simultaneously at 2 p.m. Burnley against Leeds United and Tottenham against Watford. First of all, I need to quickly touch up on the Tottenham game. The thing is, we've seen that Hurricane is back. He scored a hat trick in the midweek, which I found very, very fascinating. Does that necessarily tell us yes, Hurricane is back? Spirit is back with Tottenham exactly, or maybe just putting on one good show for them and still see maybe if we can get potential market outside. I didn't catch that. Sorry, I didn't catch the last thing you said. Yeah, sorry, I said the hat trick is scored in the midweek in his first game back for Tottenham. Is it exactly a good? Is it exactly for a good performance to show that yes, he's fully back with the Tottenham side, or he's still maybe putting in a good show for them to see if he can catch the eye of a potential suitor outside the club? I think I think Ken will stay at Spurs. Ken will stay at Spurs. So so I think he's just back to doing his thing, and I can't think he's just scoring goals. But so I think he'll stay at Spurs. Follow me. 
Did you get you what? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, I didn't catch the first line. The first line itself. Okay, I said, I think Hurricane is just back to doing Hurricane things. And that's goal scoring. Hmm. So, hmm. I don't think he's... I think, okay, he has accepted his fate that he'll be at Tottenham again for another season. So, he's just trying to do as best as he can do. At least for next summer, he will need suitors. So, he needs to do well. And then Kane is a professional. So, of course... Well, good luck to Harry Kane, good luck to Tottenham Hotspurs, and it's a very, very delicious looking weekend actually for him. So, if me, I was still advisable with that only, you can actually put in a captain banner. I feel like he's going to have this weekend. I just have that little yeah. chance. But look me, is it Patrick Bamford's season yet? Leeds against Burnley United. Sorry, Burnley. What am I saying? Leeds United Burnley. Bamford. Bamford. Against Burnley, I don't know, honestly speaking, because Bamford has not come to the party this season. He hasn't. I think, exactly. People because I have him in my FPL team. Ah. Anyways, Bam- we Bam- want to see Bam- the Bam- best. Bam- I didn't catch that turn. Bamboo leads to win. All right, let's get to it. The final game of the weekend. You guys are looking to be the ones to wrap up the weekend. Wolverhampton Wanderers against United. Wolves are yet to get a point. But the SAS still looks to be blending in or not. East. Okay. Or what the job is exactly. But do you think that can get back to the place? Or do you think Wolves are ready to actually pound on people? I do not think Wolves have uh, they have what it takes to be able to compete with this current Manchester United team because coming coming from the Southampton game, uh, I feel United players will be motivated and they'll be wanting to get a very very strong winner and you know cement their place um, in in the top four. Like if the yeah they are getting a win, we are getting a win. I mean Manchester United is winning this. Hey, we are getting a win, gentlemen. To wrap up the show, the final thing we are going to be speaking upon is the UEFA Champions League. The draws have been done, the awards have been given, and yes, for the sake of you want the goalkeeper of the year in the UEFA Champions League, the goalkeeper of the year, Ruben Diaz yeah. was the defender of the year according to UEFA. The midfielder of the year went to N'Golo Kante, and we saw the, 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 the most co- the coveted one, the one everybody looked out for, the UEFA best men's player go to Chelsea, also Chelsea midfielder, George. I don't think anybody has anything to question for the um the recipients of the awards this season. Or Colin, do you have any of the do you have any, yeah, any I have a lot. I have a lot to question. Hmm. I'm fire them. I have a lot to question. And I feel most people, not only me, because I don't know how Georgia was able to gather so much votes. Because I I, I only feel Georgia was lucky to be on those winning teams. And there was no point in time where he was the main anchorman, or maybe it was one who gave them a win in any of those games. There was no time he was ever awarded the man of the match for being phenomenal in any of the games, any of the UEFA games. Let me say the Super Cup or the Champions League throughout the group stages up to the final, and even in the um, Euro 2021. He was just lucky to be on the teams, and I don't know if winning trophies is now one of the like if winning trophies and being in the team that won uh, the trophies. Part of the reasons 
why you have been selected as the best men's player. I still feel Kante deserved it. Though they are the players, and I feel I feel Kante deserved it more than um um Jorginho because you know Kante is phenomenal. You see, he he was the man of the match in the final. You that that proves how how useful he is in the team and how important his role is at the team. I I do not really see what Jorginho is doing and how he won is still well. It came as a shocker to me. Okay. Quickly, let me quickly run through every single group and then we are going to be looking out for the delicious ones. In group A, which I find the most interesting, Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, RB Leipzig and Club Brugge. In group B, we see Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Porto and AC Milan. In group C, we see Sporting Lisbon, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax Amsterdam and Besiktas. In group D, we see Inter Milan, Real Madrid, in group E, we see something I think everybody wants to see again. Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, and Dynamo Kiev. In group F, United, Atalanta, and Young Boys of Switzerland. In group G, we see LOSC, the French champions. We see Sevilla, we see RB Salzburg, the Austrian team, and VFB Wolfsburg, the German team. In Group H, the final group, we see Chelsea, the defending champions, Juventus, Zen, FF, Malmo. But what group do you think is the most interesting one? I think I think the one that has um, Bayern and Barcelona. Yes, <laughs> I want to see what will happen. And then and then PSG. Yeah, the group that also has PSG and Man City. That's also a very interesting one. That's like a repeat of last season's semi-final. And then I know that, Price. of course, Man City would want to would want to avenge on the loss. Huh. I'm sorry, PSG would want to avenge on the want to revenge, sorry, for the loss, sorry. Well, they have an advantage now in Lionel Messi. Let's see how they use it as time. Damala, which group? Mm, yeah, all the all the teams. Well, the at least if if you are in the you are you have a Champions League group stage. Well, I think you've done well. But let let me say this this group D is just the uh the group that contains Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk. It's just let me say and with the exception of uh, Sheriff, this is just this is just the same group as last season. Yeah, and it will be very interesting <laughs> to see Real to see what what these guys would do. And let me say, the group that contains Atletico as well. Last season, it was repeats of Atletico and Liverpool again in the group stage. And then Manchester was... City and then Bayern. Group oh, F is just, it's just, it's just a, a, a group of Europa League. Europa... Because we have Villarreal, we have Atalanta, we have Young Boys and Manchester United. We've no key. We haven't been doing well in the Champions League in the past years and we've always come to the Europa League. And now that we are in the Champions League, let's see what the group stages will bring. Well, all the all the groups are interesting. They are very very interesting, and it will be it will be a very let me say it will be a very very interesting run of games to come. Yeah. Well, I guess the Champions League is about to present us with something very spectacular. The Champions League group stages kick off 14th of September, and we have to sit tight and hold on to our horses until that very very moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On that note. Unfortunately, let me really put it out there. Unfortunately, Richard couldn't be here. It looks like he had some network issues. But on that note, we have come to the end of this very, very complex, compound, interesting, 
fascinating and it had everything exhilarating as well. This episode of Tetra Shockers is, is now officially at its cutting drawer. We are here to tell you we have done our best to analyze, to dissect, and fish out every single possible thing that could actually come your way from the weekend. Everything that has happened, every major talking point, we've tried our best to put up on that. Now, in one word, I want you to, sum out, to summarize everything you think you are going to see from this weekend in the Premier League. In the Premier League, yeah, well, I see, I see Manchester United getting to the top four. Um, I see Liverpool winning. I see Arsenal being trashed. Um, well, <laughs> I see um, well um, Lukaku well maybe getting a goal, but I see Liverpool winning. And yeah, maybe West Ham as well. Antonio, I think Antonio will have another interesting game. And okay. yeah, well, I think that's 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 just all. Malumi, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? I think I think there will not be too much drama, except in the game of Liverpool and Chelsea. That's I'm expecting drama. I think Man City Arsenal will be straightforward for Man City. No, no, no drama. Okay. And then I'm just I just I just want a very exciting weekend. That's just it for me. A very exciting weekend is what everybody always looks for when the English Premier League comes around. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of this one. I am Adam, your host, as usual. It has been fun doing this with you, gentlemen, as always. Balumi and Damola, thank you very much for joining me. Thank and you very much for having me. People. And you will hear, we'll hear from us again after the international break. Until then, stay safe. Thank you. And uh, arrivederci. Thank you.